Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Leadership Podcast with us today. We have our guest, Brandon Bamber, and I am going to let her take it away because we've got some things and she actually has something to share too as well that she is definitely proud of and you should be. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm like, what? What am I supposed to be proud of? Um, my name is Bryn. I am a mental health professional trained in something called core energetics um, that brings together the body, the mind, and the spirit. And I'm super excited to be here to talk about leadership and boundaries and all, all the good things. Boundaries. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that because boundaries is something I think a lot of people have a hard time with and they have a hard time setting. So let's dive into that just a little bit. Let's really start talking about those boundaries and what what got you really interested in that subject. So I got interested in boundaries kind of because I didn't have any. <laughs> I, um, when I was growing up, anger wasn't a welcome emotion in my household. It was just like, I just learned that anger wasn't a good thing and to push it down and to get rid of it and to never show it. And the way we communicated more instead of being direct with our anger was like passive aggressive and you know pretending to be all nice and then doing little jabs here and there and so i you know i went for a lot of years just thinking that that was normal and that i was normal and and going through my life and not really having boundaries and then things started happening like i burnt out for the first time when i was 21 years old early 20s, somewhere in there. And um, I'd had my job, I'd gotten my dream job, I was super happy and I ended up burning out. And part of that was because I didn't have any boundaries. <laughs> and it, my life just kind of continued in this way where I was like, constantly giving, constantly exhausted. I felt kind of like I was a good per person and righteous a little bit sometimes, like this is how you're supposed to live and you're supposed to give. And then it was really in my late 20s that I started to realize that I was angry, <laughs> that I did, my anger was so suppressed that sometimes my friends would say, hey, Bryn, it seems like you're angry. And I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm not angry. I was like, I was angry. I didn't even know it. Um, and so as I started to reconnect with my anger and to realize that there were things I was angry about, there were things that were happening in my life that I wasn't okay with. I started to, for the first time, set boundaries. 
And then I, my life started to change. I started to have more energy. I started to enjoy my life more. And so I'm super passionate about the topic because I think it is, I know it was life-changing for me to start to implement them. It was hard. It was super hard when I had never done it before, but um, it really gave me more of my energy back and now my life is better i don't do shit i don't want to do <laughs> exactly <laughs> so what was your first aha moment when you placed a boundary when you said brennan i'm placing this boundary now what was that first boundary that you were able to do it's hard to say what the first one was i'll tell you how unboundaried I was, was I remember when I was sick and I would call in sick to work, I would still feel guilty. Or sometimes I'd be sick and I'd just go into work. Like that's how unboundaried I was. Or another example is um, I remember one time I went to this Thai restaurant and the food came and the salmon that I ordered was like so overcooked and burnt. It was like basically inedible or like half of it was like hard as a rock. Oh, and I didn't send it back. I was like, I'll just eat the little bits oh, that were edible. No. So, so I think for me, it was like really baby steps. It was learning to call in sick for work. It was learning that it's okay for me to return a pair of jeans if it doesn't fit. It was these kind of things that if you didn't grow up in a similar way to I, that I did, you'd probably think like, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> but for me, those were my first steps were very kind of micro boundaries. Definitely. And I can definitely relate to not having those boundaries. And I will still feel a twinge of guilt a little bit when I call in sick because normally that's not me, but I have to be really unwell before I will do that. So I think the people that are around me know that really well. So I try to put that guilt away because, and especially now, I'm going like it's more or less to make sure that everybody is comfortable around me when I know really it's just me not feeling that great, whatever, and it's under weather day. Mm -hmm. Then having the realization and being aware that, hey, you know, take that time. Companies, a lot of companies, unless you are a small company, have sick time for their employees. Take it. Um so those are one of those things. And when you were talking about the restaurant, oh man, I so identify with that. I can't remember where it was, but I had some food that I ordered. It was actually what I didn't order and oh, I ate it anyway. I ate it anyway because I was going like, I don't want to cause a scene. I did not want to be known as that customer. So that's why I didn't do it. And then I realized, wait a minute, these people think that they can just serve people whatever and I was like oh so I learned how to speak up and just do it in a 
nice way. I think when we learn to start setting those boundaries is letting people know that, you know, hey, I like your idea. You know, I really wish I could go out tonight. However, you know, I got some other things planned and learning how to say no or learning how to speak up is the biggest thing with boundaries for me is what I learned. So when did you learn to start saying maybe not this time around so that you're not putting so much on your plate? Yeah, I mean, so part of my story is after I burnt out um, in my early 20s, I ended up moving to an ashram, which is a yoga retreat and study center. And living there for actually over two years in the end and studying yoga and meditation and learning to take care of myself better. And I remember when I was there, the schedule was very intense. It was like we worked. I was there like kind of on internships and in different ways. So I was working six days a week. I only had Sundays off. But in Sundays, it was like I had to do my laundry, you know, just do those typical things. And I had a friend who wanted to talk on the phone every week. And I was like, I don't have time to call my family every, you know, like, my time was just very precious. Because um, we were working long days and we had to go to yoga every morning and we had to go to satsang, which was like this service with songs every evening. Like it was just like our time was very, very scheduled. And so that was like a turning point for me when I just didn't have the, like I literally didn't have the bandwidth. I knew I was gonna, you know. <laughs> be so exhausted if I called her and I remember saying you know I can't can't talk every week we can write letters we can talk like maybe once a month or every couple of months but I just we used to you know when I had a different life and I had a bit more time but I was just like I can't and um she didn't like that <laughs> she was pretty pretty upset but it was like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but so, and, so, and learning. So, sorry, go ahead. That's okay. That's so okay. learning how to say no is one of the hardest things, I believe, when we learn how to set, set boundaries. And you're right. Some people don't take it well. And a lot of leaders don't take the word no well either. And I think sometimes they have to learn how to set those boundaries for themselves and for their teams, because especially if you're working six days a week and you only have Sunday off, that's a prime time to really set boundaries because you've got to have time for you to recharge. And I know a lot of us that are introverts, I don't know how you are, but I know for me personally, I'm an introvert. And for me to get recharged, I need that quiet time. I need that time to just not talk to anybody, to really not engage socially at all in order for me to, when I am engaged with people, to be totally engaged instead of zoning out. Because once you get overloaded, it's you're 
your mind and your body can only take so much. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So you are working or were working on a project and we were talking a little bit about that before we jumped on oh, here. That. So do you want to tell the viewers what you are working on? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I'm super excited. <laughs> I was telling Don in our kind of pre-chat, I am running this January a sacred goal group. And where that came from is I actually have started to learn how to set goals in a totally different way. I used to set goals. I used to just set a financial goal for my business at the start of the year. And I'd say like, I wanna make $100,000. And then I would just like, forget about it. <laughs> I just kind of like make it as a goal, but I wasn't, I wasn't saying, okay, how much money is that a month? And like, what's required to get there? It was more just like, I wanna make 100K. And then, you know, not really doing anything. And then at the end of the year, I'd be like, oh, I didn't make 100K, damn it. <laughs> and, and I've also set goals in, in a way where I'm more like on myself and, and super kind of militant and like, ah, I have to do it perfectly. So I kind of was doing one or the other and neither of them really worked for me. Um, but this fall, I started doing goal setting in a way that feels sacred. And what that means to me in this context is like, I would do a short meditation or recite a mantra or something before I, I, I wrote down my goal. And I would do it every day, I think. Um, if you look at a lot of different spiritual traditions, there's like a daily practice to them. And then I would write, I would write about all the reasons that I thought I wasn't going to meet my goal. And then I would write about all the reasons where, why I thought that I would. So I was kind of seeing what was trying to sabotage me, what was coming up, what like, the younger parts of me that are scared of me stepping into the spotlight and all of these things were saying, and it actually gave me an opportunity to work with them and to do some healing around the things that were holding me back. And it also, like, I actually started moving the needle towards my goal. It actually started happening that I was like increasing my monthly income I was it was like working and so I was really inspired by that and I wanted to share basically the process that really worked with me that worked for me with others and so I've created a four-week intensive um, where you'll set a goal for four weeks and every day you'll have a, a practice and we'll have an opportunity to meet on zoom um 
every weekday. It's not required that you come every day, but that kind of support is there for us to come together and to do, write down our goals together and to do this healing work together. And because I really wanted um, it to, there to be an opportunity to do the deeper kind of healing that I was doing sometimes on my own and sometimes with my own um, core energetics practitioner that I work with. I've decided to make this available to the people who are, to my clients, to the people who are working with me one-on-one -on -one to have an opportunity to bring them together. And then we'll also have our individual sessions to go even deeper into the healing. So the, the group itself is free, but you have to be one of my clients to be a part of it. And what I was showing Dawn is that I got my workbooks printed. I'm gonna send everyone a little workbook in the mail. And um, yeah, it has like all the, the daily work you're gonna get to do. So I'm very, I'm excited because I got them printed today. And it's like, feels like it's like the holiday gift I get to mail to my clients and super excited about it. Definitely. And you threw something in there when you started talking about healing. And I think that that's something that is really important when we're talking about goal setting. One of the things that I've really realized recently for me, even though I thought I worked on it and I was like, maybe I haven't, is the root chakra. And I know some of the people that are listening are probably going to like, all right, what are y'all fixing to get into? So <laughs> the root chakra for me, I was going like, I thought I'd worked on it. And one of the things that I have a business coach and I also have an intuitive coach too as well. Great. And she was going like, you need to find time to rest. I was going like, but I get plenty of rest. And I, you know, and I was going like, the more digging that I've done, I realized that I was not really rooted. And I really needed to really work on that. And that's one of the things that I've been working on. And I really think that's probably why I've had so many tech issues here lately. And it is the universe telling me you have to slow down. And I hear and people hear it all the time. You have to slow down to speed up. And you really don't get it until you're in that spot. And I've realized even though this first week of not having internet has really absolutely drove me batty because I'm going like, I'm getting behind on so many things and getting so many things done. And then it really hit me today because I really did have to sit back and not really do that much because no internet access. And I realized that I have all of these ideas and I will write down my ideas. I'll actually, well, I can't show you, but I have notebooks piled up with ideas and I'm going like, it's because I'm not writing those goals down that we were talking about and I'm putting 
the pie in the sky, so to speak, and just letting things go. Like you were talking about, I want to make this, but not being really detailed and not being really rooted in what I wanted. And I think that for me was my awakening moment, especially this week, because, you know, I've been getting the signs. I follow all of those and I'm going to like, but I just kept dismissing it. And it takes, it takes a slap in the face, sort of like losing your internet connection for two weeks, which I'm still a little pissed about. But oh I'm going like, yeah, two weeks. So I'm going like, okay, I'm listening now. So that absolutely is giving me that time to really work on that meditation, work on that time, and work on getting rooted. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so important for our goals to be grounded. It's like, I feel like it's like you need both, right? You need that inspiration that comes like from above or from source or from creativity or whatever you want to call the magic that's in this world. And you need two feet on the ground and you need to take steps you know you gotta kind of slog through the mud and i think if you try to just do one or the other it, it doesn't work that well like if you're just up in the inspiration but you're not taking the steps or if you're just taking the steps but it's not really inspired it's not really the goal you really want maybe you're gonna get there but it's not gonna be as fulfilling as when you kind of bring those two things together and you have, you know, that inspiration from above and that grounding from your root chakra, from your feet, you know, firmly exactly. planted on the earth. Exactly. And I think what had really gotten me started on that is the, and I don't know if you've heard of Greg Braden, but he wrote the book called Wisdom Codes. And it's really interesting on how words that are written and the power that words have and the power that words have that we say. So when you were talking about sacred goals, that was really where my mind was going is reflecting back on some of the wisdom codes that he wrote about. And one of the greatest wisdom codes that was ever wrote was thy will be done and when you put that out there you're letting the universe or god or like you were saying whoever that you are feeling most connected with when you say thy will be done you are letting it go because you're putting the intention out there and i think one of the biggest struggles for me was actually writing it down so i actually had um, started getting just a little, just a little notepad, just so that I can write those down and actually write them down with intention, because the wisdom of goal setting and sacred words is so important. When you're setting those goals for yourself or for your business and putting that intention out there, that is sacred. That is important. Yeah. I, t I totally, yeah, I totally agree. And 
yeah, it's like, I think that is the, the magic is kind of like, okay, I put this goal out, I put this intention, and I am going to take action towards it. But I don't know how exactly it's going to work. And I have to trust the higher power is going to help me. You know, it's like, my mission and purpose is like, I want to help people who struggle with anxiety, I want to help people who don't have the healthiest boundaries, you know, I want to serve as many people as I can. And so I can, you know, get inspired and take action. And you know, that's why that's how I decided to create this goal group, it just like came to me one day. And I'm gonna do that. And I don't know, you know, where the clients are gonna come from exactly, or who it's gonna be, like, I have to trust something bigger. It's like, I'm gonna do my part, I'm gonna do my earthly work of doing the writing and taking the steps. And then I have to trust that someone else is gonna fill in the blanks and that something else knows, like they know where the people are going to come from. And so I just have to show up and trust. And, you know, for me, so often, when I connect to a new client, it's not coming from where I thought <laughs> it would come. It's like from these surprising places from these people. You know, I had one recently, I met her a couple of years ago she overheard a conversation I was having and was drawn to me and then reached out to me now. It's like, okay, that's cool. Not who I thought, you know, not who I thought was coming, but like beautiful. Definitely. And I love that you put that out there is, I don't know where they're going to come from. And you have a really good example of that. And I have an example of that too, as well. There's actually another uh, group that I serve and and it's a group of moms that we are about justice reform. So the reason I ended up following them is because we all have either sons or daughters that are currently incarcerated. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have been working on is justice reform, working on getting rid of mandatory, mandatory minimums, which is increasing the mass incarceration rate in the United States of America at a huge rate and yeah. we're better than that. So she really started listening to what I was saying on my personal page and she knew that I had a podcast and she started listening and she was going like, can I talk to you? I was like, yeah. So we actually talked and I actually gave her some ideas because she was struggling with hiring people. And that's one of the things that a lot of small business owners really struggle with. Now, would I ever thought in a million years that I would have been talking to this particular client through that program? Absolutely not. Because right. that was that's not, not even on my radar. Yeah. Yeah. Was not even on my radar. So it's just the universe, the source, whatever you want to call it, will find a way to bring people to you. You just have to be willing to listen and to pay attention. Totally. So, 
So I always ask as we get close to wrapping up, what is one last nugget that you can give our viewers? Oh my goodness, such a hard question. Um, I think what I want to say is you're doing a good job. You know, I know I don't know exactly who's listening and exactly your circumstances, but I do know that it's been an incredibly challenging year for a lot of folks and that we've never done this before. None of us, unless you're, you know, 102 and we're part of the Spanish influenza, you've never gone through a pandemic before and all, all of the things associated with that and, and, you know, the reckoning around racial injustice that has been going on for so many years in the United States and in Canada where I am too. And so I just want to say like, you're doing better than you think. It's been a hard year. You're not doing it perfectly. And that's okay, because you've never done this before. And we can't do anything perfectly the first time we do it. And so, yeah, you've probably made some mistakes this year. I know I <laughs> have made mistakes as well. And so if you can just be kind to yourself, be kind to the people around you, be gentle about the mistakes you've made, they're probably not nearly as big as you're making them up to be in your head. And I want to say, keep going. You're going to, you're going to get wherever that direction you're walking, whatever that goal is that you have on the horizon. If you just, it just, you get there by baby steps. You take one and then another, and you're going to get to that place where you want to go. Definitely. And that's a good one. And it's, it's a great reminder because you're right. This has been a way different year than anybody would have ever thought at the beginning of last year. And people, I'm telling you, 2021, hold on your hats because we still have a lot of learning to do and there's still a lot of change that is coming. Um, so where can they find you? Yeah, so I love um, hanging out on Instagram. I'm at Bryn underscore Bamber. I'm on Facebook as well. Bryn Bamber, you're more than welcome to add me as a friend. Um, and I have my own podcast. It's called the Burnout to Brilliant Burnout to Brilliance podcast it's on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google podcast all it's on all the major podcasting platforms and yeah I have a um free anxiety training that you can check out at tinyurl.com slash anxiety training and I can maybe give that to you Don and maybe put it in the comments or in the show notes or something. Definitely. I will definitely do that. Yes, definitely send that to me because those are important tools. And 
everyone that is listening or listening to the replay, when you have access to the tools like that, I highly recommend that you use them because once you use those tools that are given to you, nobody can take them away from you. So that's always a good resource when I have guests on the show and they have things that they can give you to help you out. Definitely take advantage of it. All right, Brennan, I absolutely loved having you on because it's important for people to know that they can take their goals, turn it into something actionable and to really run with it because you don't know until you try. So it's always good. Totally. So, yeah. We've been so many places in this conversation. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I told you when we started, it's organic. And I was not kidding. Uh, <laughs> so everyone, as I love to sign off and I love to tell you whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, you are unstoppable. You are the beacon of hope and you are loved. Everyone have a good night. Bye. Bye.